0: Yes, hello and welcome to another Supercoach Professionals podcast. This is the review show for Round 8. I am Paulie G and Ryan MS with me as always. How are you, Ryan? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Round 8 completely in the books on a Sunday night this week, so we get to go through all eight games. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm glad we do um, Supercoach predicting and not uh, footy tipping because <laughs> it's, it's the tipster's nightmare. tipster's nightmare out there, Ryan.
1: Yeah, it was very difficult to pick a winner this week, um... Most, uh, yeah, six of the eight um, games were away teams that won, so... Yeah,
0: you'd want to be in a league if you didn't put your picks in that gave you the away teams. You'd probably uh, win the round. Oh, yeah.
1: Sensational <laughs> if you did that.
0: <laughs> Let's go back to Friday night. It wasn't that long ago, but I'll tell you what it feels like a while While back. I've got a bit of footy fatigue with all those games on Anzac Day, but the first game that kicked off Anzac Day round was the Bulldogs and the Tigers, and um, the Tigers, a big upset, but... Um, Jason Taylor having his side ready for this one, and they they certainly outpointed the Bulldogs in all aspects of the game. Luke Brooks leading the way, 83 Super Coach points, a couple of tries, and this is the thing with the guy like Luke Brooks is now that we've got enough into the season, uh, enough games into the season we can see that when, when he's got a good match up and um, he can really put up those big points but with that low floor, a very low floor, these prices, very enticing and uh, could be an interesting buy um, over the next few weeks to keep around origin time and beyond as, as, a, as a backup halfback that you plug in from time to time or, or play from your bench so big day for Brooks um, again on Friday night, Pat Richards Evergreen, Pat Richards 63 scored a try, he's kicking lots of goals as the Tigers put up a lot of points. He's a very good player at the moment. Um, and obviously the Tigers, anyone that's putting up points, the Tigers have, have um, good bye weeks in regards to their non-origin players. So you're looking for those guys um, like Pat Richards. Kevin Naguama, we've talked about him all year, 63 points as well. He finally put up a big SuperCoach game. Um, a good try, an even better try assist. In fact, he had two try assists, but the one I'm thinking about is that great flick back that um, led to James Desco's try the first one of the match. I'm also had a line break and um, six hit ups over eight meters, so uh, good day for him. Um, um, also, Robbie Farrer, 56, solid day for him. 38 tackles. Mitchell uh, Moses getting amongst the Super Coach points with 54. Um, a try assist, last pass for a try. Um, also kicked a goal there, um, so he had a good day. Um, and James Tedesco, 66, just keeps putting up the, the good scores. A nice high floor for Tedesco. Two tries, a try assist. Uh, he's the type of guy that, you know, he's very expensive, but he's, but he's pretty solid for you if he's in your team. And Aaron Woods, 68. Yes, you're going to miss him over Origin, but he's sure doing well for your team right now if you've had him in from round one. 30 tackles. Amazing 18 hit-ups over 8 metres, another two under. So that, that's just huge, big points there. Um, probably Tim Simone, the, the only disappointing one. It wasn't a horrible match-up for him, or no, not, not as good as a couple of other ones, but only 30 for him. And Marty to power against his old club, 45. That's not a bad score, really. He's been playing well to power. Maybe it's just a little bit below what you would have hoped. But overall, good day for most of the Tigers that you're probably considering having in your team, Ryan. Um, you can't be disappointed.
1: No, definitely not. Um the you know the standard guys who are you know most most picked anyway at least from the Tigers uh, with Tedesco Woods uh, Richards and Robbie Farrow, Um, yeah all above fifty so yeah, you're going to be pretty happy with that each week. Um, I thought yeah Brooks um, did go very nicely. Obviously the two tries inflated. Um, his points a little bit, but um, at the very least, the opportunist one was well. That's just a bit of luck that goes one way. Uh, but he did make the other try uh, all himself, basically. So, and,
0: and um, he does it, doesn't he? He, do, he, I mean, this isn't the first week we've seen him with those opportunist tries. In fact, we even saw it last year. I think against Parramatta game on the Easter Monday last year, runaway try. Seen it earlier this year, another runaway try. Um, I think it was against the Bulldogs last last time they they yeah, a month that's right. ago so when you know if it happens once off you sort of write it off but when it's happening more and more you can say no that that counts I mean they all count
1: yeah all well, that exactly right the points count they're not going to take them off him <laughs> or, or you if you've got him in your super coach team
0: that's right uh, let's go to Canterbury now and obviously a disappointing day look it wasn't probably a great matchup for them except for maybe some outside backs and it did proved to be that way. Sam Parrott, 63. That's a good score, considering he only had the one try, so no try. So interesting one there um, for Sam Parrott. Curtis Rona, 72. He's been outstanding pretty much every week. Um, 343,000. He's still putting up good... Points for his cost, did score a try. Frank Pritchard got two tries, kind of skewed his points, but 76, you're not disappointed. Michael Leacher, 53 tackles to make it 58 points. Nice high floor for Leacher most weeks. And Moses Mbai, the late um, inclusion when Josh Morris ruled out 50 points playing in the centres. It doesn't seem to matter where you put him, he's doing well, and it could be a matter of time before he usurps one of the halves because Josh Reynolds, 15, and Trent Hodgkinson, 32. you know, stats don't say it all. We'll talk about some other games later um, in the in this show in regards to players who score badly but actually had good games. But in the case of what and Reynolds, you know, the stats do tell that story, Ryan. Uh, you know, and they are struggling, and, and Origin seems like a, a long way away for them.
1: Oh yeah, hundred uh, um, percent. There was no uh, lack of effort on their um, on their accounts, but um, yeah, just wasn't working for them on the Friday. Um, the interesting thing that I saw there was um Cassiano um only got thirty eight yeah and, was, uh, and I'm sure his involvement was a bit better than that thirty eight but um I guess uh, yeah, um as we've as we've said from the start of the year, it doesn't matter what it looks like on the field in super coach they could be they could look amazing and score nothing, and the other players yeah, you hardly notice them they knock knock up forty or fifty each game.
0: And that's the thing we mentioned with Kevin Naguama with the Tigers. He's playing so well, and it's something you've just got to take a note of. Look, this guy's playing well. He will put up good supercoach points. Cassiano last time played the Tigers, put up big supercoach points. This time he got the start, um, didn't quite get the numbers. But, he, but still at his prize, 251, you're saying, look, he's playing well. At any given week, he could get a nice big one for you. Aiden Tomlin was a little below, 43. Josh Jackson, probably on par, 49. These guys, you know, you, you got them in your team probably and, and, and you're always starting them, but a little bit below maybe what you'd hope for there. So overall, I think the Bulldogs, you kind of got to write that off. They've got two weeks off now to regroup. Very good coach in Des Hasley. You'd think you'd have them up in two weeks' time, especially with some players coming back. David Clemmer coming back from suspension, of course, next start. Let's move on to the Saturday games, and it was a marathon amount of games, five in all, back to back to back. In fact, we had a bit of overlap there at one stage with the Roosters Dragons game getting uh, hailed off for a short time, amazingly enough. But over in New Zealand, the weather was a bit brighter, and it was brighter for the away team, the Gold Coast Titans, a big win. And Kane Elgi, a guy we mentioned on the show, on the Roundtable Podcast show, of course, we do that on a Thursday night here at www.supercoachpros.com, and it's one to listen to because it's we can give you that insider information. Kane LG, 127 points, two tries, two try assists, a um, couple of line breaks, a couple of line break assists, an absolutely massive day. Even had a forced dropout and a couple of effective offloads in there. Um, Ryan James, a guy that um, I know, Ryan, you've been a big fan of since um, the preseason, 119 points, a try, a try assist, 25 tackles, a couple of line breaks. Um, Ten hit-ups over eight metres, another six under eight. Great day for Ryan James. Kieran Mosley, if you persist with him as a cheapie, I mean, he's been making small amounts of money for you week in, week out. We got, he finally got the big one, 72 points, um, 30 tackles, although he had six missed. Um, but, you know, getting involved with a bit higher work rate, a bit more minutes, got a line break, um... He had a couple of last pass for try and even got over the line himself. James Roberts, he's pretty much an each-week play at the moment, um, 73 points. He's one of the top centres and wingers uh, in supercoach at the moment, a try-try assist there. We've got to mention Nate Miles with 54, pretty good game for him. Aiden Caesar a little bit below with 46, especially considering he had four goals. He, had, he, he missed uh, a couple, probably didn't help um, and also Anthony Don, 56, scored a try to help his number. Luke Douglas always got a nice high floor, 32 tackles and 13 hit-ups helping him to 50. But the two guys that uh, went large last week that we said was probably a one-off, Josh Hoffman, 26, and William Zillman, 20, back to par for them, Ryan.
1: Yep, that's uh, pretty much exactly how we, um, <laughs> how we saw it going, and it did. Uh, Kane algae came up... Uh, big for for you if you manage to mm. chuck him in your side. Yeah. Um as we suggested you could as a back up half. Um, yeah, um we we said he was the dominant half um, now for the um Titans and Just taking he is. Over, isn't he? He is. Um, Aiden Caesar is taking a bit of a back seat. Um, he's getting to pick his times to run a bit more and he's um generally um they're sharing the kicking now and so it's getting back to a more even half-back, running the team 5'8", you know, chiming in when they when they feel the time is right kind of team, um, which I think is suiting, well, it's obviously suiting the Titans' play, but um, it's suiting um, Kane Elche's um, super coach points.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, we'll talk about this on the Roundtable podcast show, but um, I think he could be the buy of the week. I mean, I know he's going to go up a bit, but he's going to go up even more over the next couple of weeks. The Titans, okay, I've got a couple of buyers over Origin. It's not the best, um, you know, the best sort of um, schedule for your non Origin players in Supercoach, but. Uh He's handy to have off your bench. Good price. Um, should have mentioned Greg Bird too. He's a guy we've been keeping an eye on the last few weeks, and 69 points, continuing to provide good value there. And uh, obviously the Titans two buys over Origin, so you'd only miss him for the three games if you were to have him in your lineup. He's he's been playing well. Uh, the Warriors. Well, they're still putting up some good numbers in super coach wise, just not able to get the wins in this time thing, but in, in this occasion I should say, but the one thing with the Warriors is that they're never out of games and they came back strongly and that really helps super coach points, Ben Madalena put up 101, massive day for him, scored a try, 26 tackles, um, 19 hit-ups, 3 effective offloads a line break, big day for Madalena. Bodine Thompson, I mean He's a machine, 89 points. He did score a try. That helped, but he still had 17 hit-ups, a line break, 28 tackles, missed two, three tackle breaks. Good. Took a tackle bust. Good day for Thompson. Simon Mannering, 60, high floor, 38 tackles mainly looking at that. Sean Johnson, 66, continues to put up good, good numbers after the slow starts of the season. Probably can't say the same for Chad Townsend, starting, starting to take a step back now. He's down to 40. Nathan Friend, Thomas Ludelai was off for a while with an injury. He still scored 46 super coach points, but Friend got his opportunity and put up 52. He had a try assist uh, and a line break there in, in, the, in a nice movement. Um, and David Fustur, can you believe? It, um 51 points got a try and then went down with a pretty bad looking injury and the guy just, uh, I don't like to use the word injury prone rhyme, but it just seems with Fizzatou he just can't stay on the park.
1: Yeah he does seem a little bit cursed um, which is unfortunate, I mean there's a number of players who can fall into that category um, but yeah it's very frustrating when you see a guy um, who is who has the talent of, of David who um, yeah just can't quite manage to stay out there
0: yeah, and, and speaking of injuries, Ryan Hoffman, of course, hit in a pretty bad tackle by Greg Bird, which I should have mentioned when talking about Bird's score, because Bird could get a suspension out of this. But Hoffman, only 21, and after a great start to the year, he's been going backwards, but the injury really costing him there, Ryan. And now, um, you know, he's going to be hard to sort of keep in your lineup around. No, that that's
1: originally. exactly right. He's going to be one of those guys where you might give one more week to, and otherwise you might just have to... Um you cut your losses before you lose too much cash on him.
0: Well, twenty one points you might you know, one more week could cost you thirty grand. Let's face it.
1: Yeah, exactly right. It's a it's one of those uh risk reward kind of things, but this time it's more um risk slash don't don't lose your entire wallet. <laughs>
0: Let's move to the next game, the 2 p.m. game, and it was the Cowboys and the Knights. And I tell you what, it might have been a bit of footy fatigue on Anzac Day, but you can't say we were disappointed with the quality of games and the closeness of the games. This was a, was a great one. And uh, Knights, perhaps a little bit unlucky. They went, they started the season four and zero, then they've gone zero and four. So. <laughs> Yeah, are halfway now and uh, maybe reverting to type. But let's look at the um, Cowboys first. And um, Scott Bolton, well, he's been playing really well. And we thought maybe a few weeks ago he said he's, he's usurped Ben Hannon. Um, for more minutes And then Hannett seemed to regain the role And suddenly Bolton Maybe thanks to a couple of injuries there From the Cowboys Getting those extra minutes And really turning it on 86 supercoach points Had 29 tackles He had 11 hit-ups over 8 And another 5 under Had a line break and a try um, Looking out at the wingers Justin O'Neill 89 Good day for him with 2 tries uh, any player playing outside Jonathan Thurston can really go well any time. Thurston himself put up 83. Two try assists, the last pass, three goals. Mr Couples, it could have even been a higher day for Thurston. Three line-break assists, a uh, good day for him. Ray Thompson filling in for Jake Granville, who went off with a concussion very early in the piece, 65 points. Thompson only got the start the last minute with Kostjation, um not playing. And so a really good day for him. Thompson, 65, only at 204,000. 34 tackles, five tackle busts and a line break. He's going to be a guy that um, you're going to put on your watch list. Michael Morgan. Finally, getting some big super coach points. He goes under your watch list because he's extremely affordable at $268,000. Um, the 82 points will put him up this week, but it also means that he'll get a bump the following week. Um, and the Cowboys, not a bad um, buy schedule for non-origin players. They play two of those three origin weeks. So Morgan, 82 points with a try-try assist leading the way, 22 tackles helping, playing in the front line. Of course, now Morgan... Um, Good, good value potentially. Ethan Lowe should be mentioned. We thought he might get back on on track with a good matchup, and he did. Thirty-five tackles, uh, sixteen hit-ups, sixty-one points overall. Gavin Cooper, fifty-seven, is um, the other second row second rower there, also doing well with um, fourteen hit-ups and thirty tackles. And Lachlan Coote, the fullback. If you took him at that cheap price, you're happy with that score again. Fifty-five for him, and probably um, the only. Downside, Ryan, was, uh, of course, the injury to Jason Tamalolo. Unless, of course, you put Granville in after his good game last week, then you're really scratching your head with one for Granville and four for Tamalolo. And, unfortunately, Tamalolo's look serious.
1: Yeah, look, um, he's not going to play that test this week. Um, Granville's was unlucky. Um, yeah, those kind of things just happen, and you just got to cop that, <laughs> cop that um, <laughs> in the game. Um, the two guys that I thought is an interesting... Um, I guess uh, mirror of each other is Michael Morgan and um,
0: yeah, um, Ray Lachlan- Ta- Coote. Oh, Lachlan Coote, yeah.
1: Um, because both guys have a double position um, that they can play in Supercoach, um, and Morgan is obviously five um, eight, but he can also be put in the fullback position, where Coote is fullback but can be put in the 5'8 position. So, yeah, interesting thing. If you have those guys, you might just be able to play them. In a different position, maybe just add in another fullback or another 5 8, um, depending on the um, makeup of your side.
0: Well, if you had both of them, for example, and um, you know, you, you sort of, oh, I like my 5 8 this week, so I'll move him to fullback, or you know, maybe vice versa. I'd, I've, I've got a bad position there at fullback, so I could put him there, even if you only got one of them. I mean, you'd be able to make that move, but obviously, you've got to have. Could have another one that can do both to switch them around, but of course, yeah. But there are a couple of others out there, but they're two in, in the same team, so that's quite rare, of course. Let's look at the Knights. Um, the last couple of weeks, they've pretty much done everything but win the games. You got to feel a little bit sorry for them, but um, you know, winnings what matters, I guess, at the end of the day. Chris Housen was a big um, pick going into this game. 81 points, scored a try, but the 43 tackles was a big one. He's got a good floor. Uh, Got a line break as well him along with uh, kate snowden who's 48 this week, so a little bit lower than what he has been doing but still that there's good flaws they're, they're the two knights to own at the moment um, disappointing dane gaga oh, we thought maybe he's turned turned back around and he scored 21 but a guy we mentioned on that roundtable podcast of course was joseph lalia who we were perhaps a bit more keen on with the fact that the um, Origin around the corner may affect Gago more than Ileo well 62 points scored a try 5 tackle busts a line break 8 hit ups over 8 metres another 5 under not a bad result for him Um, Sianim Matautia he scored 43 finally getting a bit bit more uh, game time scored a try I mean he didn't play last week. Got on the bench again. I don't know if Rick Stone quite knows what's going on there, but uh, Matautia could be an interesting one over the next few weeks. Tyrone Roberts answered his critics with a big 88. Now, 200,000. He's been going backwards, uh, but that's a huge score, cost per point. Um, kicked, the, kicked four goals, a try assist, the last pass for a try. A um, couple of effective offloads, line break, line break. It's just an all-round good day. The two Sims brothers, Corbin 57, Tariq 64 in there. A key, Uate, I mean, who would have thought it missed a consistency at the moment? Another 54, another good score. A try helping him along with that one, and not not a lot else really there from from Newcastle. On.
1: No, nothing nothing of note. Uh, the disappointing uh, Jared Mullen mm. um, has been going backwards for. Well, actually, it's coincided with their four losses, and he's been going backwards since then. Um, he was not not good on the weekend, and yeah, and it showed up here. Uh, the guy who I was kind of pretty surprised at, uh, surprised at was Derek Sims. Yeah, um, he put in a lot of work, and he was really um, really pushing hard in that game, and yeah, that showed with his um, with his results here
0: move on to the Dragons Roosters game the one that was stopped by hail and ended up eating into the Manly Storm game I think the plan was with this super sort of Anzac Day Saturday to play the games back to back but those two ended up overlapping but anyway um I would like, look talking about this game, low supercoach points. These two teams are notoriously tough to score supercoach points against. And then you added in the weather factor. Uh, it made it really tough. And and it would be something, I think, that with our supercoach previews, we do on the website, www.supercoachpros.com, we might start uh, mentioning and Maybe even in the tweets, of course... Um, you can follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros at supercoachpros, if you don't already do because we tweet out before each game any late changes etc. We can add when there's uh, late sort of weather adjustments because it does make a difference to to your SuperCoach um, to the to the players particularly the skill players. Let's look at the Roosters. Um, Jake, friend, uh, I think was the was the pick on the tweet. Six, uh, 68 points he got. The bigger uptick from the fact that the type of game that was going to be played, uh, 49 tackles that really helped out there. Roger Devasa, Shek, uh 59, got over for that try. He's pretty well contained, other than that. But uh, if a guy that can be well contained can still score 59, no wonder he's 427,000. Um, he's great. Uh, he's still he's, well, he's a great player for your super SuperCoach team. I mean, he costs you, but. But uh, you can see the value there. Mitch Pierce, 48, was a bad matchup and he still put up 48. That's a pretty good score, uh, consider all things considered. Boyd Cordner, 52 and Sam Moa, 47. Not bad efforts there by those forwards. Isaac Liu, off the bench, 45. That's an interesting one to note um, because we have been seeing more of um, Dylan Napa, 37 and CC at Takiaho 37. This week, not as not as good. So the the trend could reverse there with Lou maybe back in some favour. Kane Evans seems almost out of favour, and he scored 30. So that, those Roosters forwards, that's something that's a work in progress there. The Roosters now uh, lost I think four on the trot, so they're really um, on the downside, and, and we could see Trent Robinson sort of changing their side somewhat just trying to get those combinations right um one guy we said on the tweet to avoid was james maloney 32 points so it kind of panned out it was just a really bad match up for him and uh he's been a bit up and down all year so and then and then you had on the weather Ryan. it was it was never really going to be a good day for maloney
1: no that's right look um it started out dry weather and then just got absolutely crazy <laughs> um Look, I thought that, yeah, it was going to be one of those tough ones where there's no real winners from the game, No, um, super coach
0: wise No, you're not going to get a three-figure.
1: No, no, exactly right. So I, I think you mentioned him before in um, RTS getting 59, not having an outstanding game. But if you look at the top five scorers, you've got two hookers, two second rowers, and then a fullback sitting here there um, sticking out like sore thumb. So it kind of draws, draws your attention to him.
0: Yeah, that's... Look at the opposing fullback in the Dragons lineup, Josh Dugan, 35. So that gives you an example of, of the playmakers there. And I said at the start of the show about the fact that you look at some playmakers who actually had a good contribution. Benji Marshall got the Channel 9 Man of the Match and he scored 17 Supercoach points. So maybe that was a bit of a funny choice for Man of the Match. But you can see that in, in those tough games, those wet games, to direct the team around the park has a contribution, yet certainly not for your Supercoach team. Gareth Witt up 39. Was a bit better. Had a try. And three goals helping his day, but we'd also said to avoid him. And obviously, if you had someone else, like even a Luke Kiry, we'll talk about a bit later, you'd be much happier than than more um, Kane L G as well than Gareth Widdup, who just did not have the matchup this week. But but still playing well enough that you can slot him back in and, in a better matchup. Uh, speaking of hookers, as you did, Ryan Mitch Rain was actually the best scorer for the Dragons, 75 points. Scored that try at a dummy half, but he was he was quite. Dangerous for a lot of the game when he was on the field, anyway. Um, 24 tackles, a line break, a uh, forced dropout. He was very involved. And Mitch Rain, we've seen it a couple of times this year. He's, he's had these really good games, he's gone large, but he hasn't been stamping his authority week in, week out. But who knows? Maybe he's going to turn that corner. Um, well, he's got to be on the watch list. Mike Cooper, well, I mean, the Englishman, it was probably conditions made for him. 36 tackles, 15 hit ups, 65 total points. Jack DeBellin. He, he's just going from strength to strength, 60 points off the bench again, but perhaps a matter of time before he gets a, a step up. And Trent Merrin, 51, a bit below what you'd expect from him, but much like um, Roger check you're going to take it, considering.
1: No, yeah, exactly right. Um, look, the guy who I thought was um, pretty good was Joel Thompson. Yeah. Um, another guy who can play two separate positions. Um, and I think that, yeah, he's really good value, and I think he's probably the value pick for the Dragons at the moment.
0: It was a good matchup, but he's been doing that the type of performances pretty much week in, week out. And no Tyson Frizzell at the moment, although he should be back. I think he's back next game, but still, it won't affect um, Thompson's minutes. He plays 80 minutes, but, you know, maybe just a little bit of extra sort of uh, responsibility going to him the last couple of weeks that's helping his numbers. Storm and the Seagulls, it uh, was actually a really good match. Uh, you know, it was kind of tight and, and, and the rain came at one point and it was, uh, yeah, it was a tough one. But the, the Seagulls getting home, they always play tough against Melbourne and um, Daly Cherry Evans leading the way, 97 points. The Storm just cannot um, keep a check in opposing halfbacks or opposing playmakers James Maloney went large against him last week, and it's been pretty much a consistent theme all year. In this week, if you'd made Jally Cherry Evans captain, you'd be pretty happy. Ninety-seven, two try assists, thirty-one tackles. So he had to do a lot of defensive work, and did it with a blom. Um, two line break assists, forty-twenty, um, a great forty-twenty earlier on in the game, and even chimed in with six hit-ups over eight metres, so good day for him. Um, Tom Simons was a good recipient. He, he scored a try running off um, Adele Cherubin's pass. He also put up 43 tackles and this is a guy we really liked leading into the year. Um, hadn't been performing in Supercoach wise because of Manley's poor form and the fact of all the injuries, he kept being put out in the centres, but... A full game in the in the second row, and he puts up 92 points. So that's what he can do. He's still relatively affordable. You may have jettisoned him, but it could be time to bring him back. Jake Trebovic, um, Trebovic 55, uh, good day for him. We've liked what we've seen from him so far. That's more what we expect. If Manley keep playing at this level, we can continue to say that he could be um someone to pick david williams the wolfman was kicking goals so that kind of is an interesting one he put up 49 thanks to a couple of goals and a try and finally justin horro 45 but on the flip side some players who had been um perhaps you're looking at um in willie mason only 24 this week brett stewart back but only 18 um Dunamis Lewis had some good weeks but only 17 Kieran Foran back but only 18 and Jaden Hodges only 10 so some pretty low scores there from guys that you might be at least on your watch list and I have to mention even though he had a good game Jamie Brewer 57 he's done for the year with uh, I think it's an ACL injury um, a bad injury for, for Jamie Brewer and that's two years in a row that he's uh, finished the year um, early um, due to the same injury so Ryan one of the few sort of Shining light, super coach wise for Manly so far this year, Jamie Brewer gone.
1: Yeah, look, that's bad news for him, and bad news if you have him in your team. Um, the guy who we thought would um, go down in points because uh, he wasn't playing fullback was Peter Hiku, mm. Um and that eventuated again. He ended up with 39.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the other one that was a little bit a little bit strange, but I guess it was um, tempered by the DCE was um, Karen Foran only picking up 18 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he never quite goes big enough. He shouldn't really be in your team anyway, but that was particularly low.
1: Yeah, exactly right, and it's one of those things where we said when we say that a team can't handle, you know, play poorly um, versus opposition halves, Yeah, it invariably ends up um, weighted in the, you know, Either the seven gets more or the six gets, six gets much more, depending on what side of the field they play.
0: Yeah, and, the, uh, and who's the It's definitely the one of those playmaker. things, and
1: it's going to depend on the night as to which which side they're going to attack the most. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And that dominant playmaker coming into play, you know, with the Roosters. You know, Mitchell Pierce is a good player, um, but James Maloney... You Know that maybe a little bit of extra class, and we saw him take over the week before. And this week, obviously, Cherry Evans uh, with that you know, that just that attacking ability taking over in this game and basically carrying his team on his back to victory. And that's why there's been such an uproar over him moving to Gold Coast or whether he's staying, is because both teams just absolutely would love to have him. It was a clinic, it was a great performance. Let's look at the storm. Um, Marika Korobidi, 73, another try. Look, <laughs> just keeps doing it for you. They're, they're great numbers. Tohu Harris, uh, for 62. Good game for him, although maybe not as high as you might have hoped. Still a good result. Blake Green, 54. That was the guy we really tipped to go high. 54, still a good score. Maybe you wanted even a bit more. The Seagulls actually played the Storm pretty tough. They've been pretty leaky all year and um, weren't quite as leaky uh, this week, only giving up 716 total to all Storm players but Green did did get a good score for you. Dale Finucane, interestingly enough, 58. So we're staying to monitor Finucane. He started to put a couple of good ones back-to-back. Cooper Cronk, 55. This might have been a bit of an outlier. He's been a bit... Um down and out but 55 is not bad and and I think Ryan we talked about last week um, bringing him in at some point because of his low cost well we're starting to see a turnaround there maybe to watch another week and finally Jesse Bromwich 56 and Will Chambers 51 and even Ryan Hinchcliffe 47 a guy as we should mention that uh, always putting up decent numbers for the storm although Cameron Smith's 47 is probably a bit below what you'd hope at his price.
1: Yeah, it's definitely um, well below what you think <laughs> because um, you're paying the big big dollars for him. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting was Kurt Mann was quite low. Yeah, um, after having you know relatively decent scores, like nothing outstanding. Um, but obviously now Will Chambers is really the dominant uh, side. They go that side a lot more um, than they do the other side, and yeah, is also a Recipient, I guess, of, of that attack.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, look at that final Friday night game, or Saturday night game, I should say, in the Broncos and the Eels. And the Broncos, pretty dominant performance. Corey Parker, 90 points, six goals, helping his day as his 37 tackles. He's staying on the field most of the game now, which is good to see. Anthony Milford's a guy that uh, I think he tipped last week, Ryan. 98 points, two tries, one a runaway, Um, five tackle busts, a line break. He actually had 11 hit-ups over eight metres and uh, even a couple of ineffective offloads. So doing a bit of everything. Um, Josh Maguire, 65, was quite fitting. He, he's, um, his father being you know, a, a soldier and being Anzac Day, he got over for the first try of the match, or one of the tries of the match. So I think he had the first hit-up of the match, and plus scoring that try. Also had 32 tackles. Big day for Maguire. McCulloch, 63, 50 tackles. He just keeps putting up those good numbers, the Brisbane hooker. Um, back to last year's form now after... A, couple of weeks to get into it. Sam Dide doing well again with fifty six and Jack Reed fifty three. We have to mention um we actually wouldn't mind mentioning Cody Nikorama because he's a guy um that if he gets more game time could be really interesting. He had a try, assist and a line break for thirty four points, only playing at the back end of games at the moment. Um do have to mention Mitchell Dodds. He's out for the year. Another ACL injury there, only 13 points. Not that he's that big a supercoach contributor anyway, but um, obviously disappointing with that um, injury for him and uh, for Brisbane. Ben Hunt, only 18, and Lach- M- Lachlan Miranda only 15. And Moranta had a decent matchup so, at fullback, so that was really disappointing. And Hunt, he's on a bit of a slide again after we thought a few weeks ago he might be stepping up uh ryan in in fact he's gone backwards yeah
1: that's that's not good um it's yeah it's pretty poor actually um you know, I, I yeah I, I think you just have to get rid of them um if you have i know their price isn't uh astronomical or anything but they're just not offering you anything um so anything. hard isn't it and, and hunt- certainly certainly anything consistent
0: and and hunt you know, he's playing in that round eleven that's fast approaching where you've got eight teams on buys and other and some of the teams that are playing won't will have origin players out. It's yeah. tough. But Ben She's Hunt might have been a guy be, you'd targeted.
1: The gamble of all gambles, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean this matchup wasn't as bad. Last week we said, look, get him out of your starting thirteen if he's in your squad because it is a terrible matchup. This week we would have expected against Parramatta to do a lot better.
1: Yep. Um, so yeah, so something's going wrong. Um, yeah, not sure what it is, but he's definitely going to be. Geez, he's, he's in the. He's in. He's in the firing line, basically. Mm.
0: Well, some of the Parramatta players, despite the loss, especially the um, the playmakers, doing very well. We expected Corey Norman might have an uptick, and he did. Sixty five points for him against his former club. But Chris Sander, we also said he could even go larger, and that did. Turn out to be 78 points, two tries, uh, two try assists, I should say, a couple of goals, a um, couple of line break assists, and a 40 20. I tell you what, Sando, he must get more 40 20s than anyone in the, in the game. After We'll have to check that and, and report on it on Thursday night's show. But he, he was very, very good. Um, and he, you know, he's a bit of an enigma. You probably, another one like Luke Brooks, you probably saying maybe you know he's one of those guys at the right price you've got him in your lineup and you are only playing him in good matchups. Brisbane was a good matchup and it was a good score. Manu Mo, hit 62 points. Um, he'd had a drop off for the last few weeks but back with it he was couple of, cut close on a couple of occasions to scoring a try that would have even boosted his points more. 20 hit ups helping his day 27 tackles as well and David Gower keeps putting up decent Scores 46 this time. Nathan Peets was a bit below. Only he made 44 points and they were all 44 tackles. Can you believe it? So, not getting that other part of his game going that he has it did last game anyway against Newcastle. But it was Barita Faramau, one of the top scores of the week. Um, I think only only betted by LG or equaled by LG 121 points. So, big day for the winger. He was a recipient of uh, Chris Sando. Um, mainly, and Corey Norman, both um, being involved in in his tries, three tries. And uh, just overall, good day. But Farimo is someone, despite the big game, we don't even know week to week um, if he's going to play with Simi Rajaraja on the return. And John Falau, you know, very exciting. Only 18 points this week for Falau, He's very up and down. But Farimo, um, probably not rushing to get him in yet, Ryan, despite the big big score, three line breaks, uh, 11 hit-ups over 8 metres and those three tries because you just don't know if he's even going to be in the side long term.
1: No, that's right. It's very hard to pick. Um, Obviously, they're going towards him um, in attack, but yeah, (laughs) he's certainly, I mean, look, if you want to take a gamble on him, then maybe, but 232 is still quite high for a guy who's not an established first grader just yet. Um. So, yeah, I would say you probably want to have a look at him. Um, A guy who I thought would do a lot better in the game would be Brad Takarangi. Yeah. Uh, He only uh, notched 23, and I think that's a little bit uh, poor for him. Um, And, yeah, I'm not going to say it's a start of a trend or anything like that, but I don't expect uh, Takarangi to score in the 20s uh, very often this season.
0: No, he's usually more involved, um, he's very dangerous, he's that rangy sort of um, centre that can play back row, he can play centre and he, he gets his arms free, he gets a lot of passes away, he makes um, good runs when he gets the ball, he usually makes a 10 or 15 metres so usually that's really good for your super coach points but uh, just not on this occasion, we just didn't get out to him. and and as much, especially with sort of Sando and Norman drifting across field a bit more, I noticed in that game. Um, so they kind of cramped out Takarangi and the ball went to Fremo instead instead of going through Takarangi's hands. Um, so it would be interesting to keep watching, but, but you would think that Takarangi um, is still a, a safe a safe bet. Um, you we'll know, allow him this one. Paulie um, Paulie came back into the side and then suffered another injury, and he put up 14, so that's one to monitor. He certainly is very big. Um, but maybe he hasn't quite um, developed into his own end body yet and um, quite realised what he can do. But uh, he is a physical specimen and someone, you know, any, anyone with that sort of athletic ability is one to watch, that's for sure. And Danny Wicks has been a popular cheapie amongst a lot of um, supercoach players. 41, he got the start again with um, Darcy Lussick pulled out. But until Brad Arthur, kind of not quite sure what he's doing with his... With his team, it seems that they lack a lot of go-forward, and Wicks is one that gives them go-forward, but he doesn't spend a lot of time on the park. So unless um, Brad Arthur decides that he's going to get away from these ball-playing forwards like your Joseph Paulos, etc., and try to play more of these guys like Wicks and Tim Manor um, for longer minutes, I think that um, Wicks' upside is limited. This is the Supercoach Professionals Review Show Round 8. We do it each and every Sunday night, covering all the games, of course. You can get all the information at www.supercoachpros.com. That's supercoachpros.com. We've got uh, our match previews up there. The recaps are up there. Ryan's one to watch. We also do the upgrades and the downgrades. And Pete does his profits. Of course, we've got the Thursday night show, the roundtable podcast show as well. You can find the podcasts at the website or on iTunes just simply Type in Supercoach Pros or even Supercoach, you'll be able to find us. And of course, um, follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros for all the up to date information. We'll tweet out before each game with the late changes and anyone that we tipping could go large or to avoid. And um, we can get all your information and really help you win or dominate your Supercoach League. Let's look at the two Sunday games now. Today's games, Sharks and the Panthers, um, first of all. and it was a close game, as what these two teams usually play, but the Panthers getting up in the end, uh, getting over the top of the Sharks. Um, I think they held them, They actually held them scoreless in the second half, so a good game for the Panthers, and it was Matt Moylan leading the way, and we've talked about Moylan uh, in regards to really owning that Penrith team right now and Supercoach-wise, he's got that big upside, 89 points, a try, a try assist, he kicks goals, he's kicked five of them and didn't miss any, so a really good day for Matt Moylan there, uh, 104 total, breaking the um, century mark. Another guy to get over 100, Dallin Watini zelezniak he scored a try, two try assists, um, for a total of 120 points Also three line breaks They're very involved A couple of effective offloads Six tackle busts So great day for Watini and Been to, Been a bit up and down this year um, Some great games earlier in the year Came back to earth 202,000 now Quite affordable Apsai Corusau, um Getting the opportunity to hook up with um, James Seguiara ruled out and put up 58, good number for him and and as we said before any time that he gets to play good minutes um, as we saw last year for South and again for Penrith he's going to put up good super coach points 42 tackles really playing his part Jeremy Lattimore didn't start and he also copped a nasty spear tackle on his head but he still put up 56 points for the day so a good day for Jeremy Lattimore Uh, Bryce Cartwright in there with 53 um, another player that has upside when... um, especially when Penrith win or do well. And uh, finally, David Simmons, a late uh, call-up, 50 points for him. So he's someone to keep an eye on that might keep getting picked. It might affect um, either Cheapy Whacker, Blake, who only scored 25, or George Jennings, who only scored 30 this week because they both um, didn't have the... Best days, at least super coach wise, and finally Tyrone Peachy. He's always got that upside too. Fifty four, certainly more involved with both Wallace and Soward out doing that playmaking sort of stuff, Ryan. That we might keep seeing until Wallace and/or Soward return.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that is how it's going to happen. It's going to be Moylan first, and then, um, as we saw today, um, whoever else uh, bringing up with the, the rest of it. Mm. Um, the guy who I thought was a little bit disappointing today. Um, was Reagan Campbell-Gillard. Yeah. Only getting 32. He was uh, quite good last week um, for the Panthers this week, not so much, but I think he might be one of those guys if you do have him. It's probably worth um, sticking with at 229K. Um, he's just going to be uh, not as consistent um, as the you know bigger, bigger, bigger stars.
0: Yeah, looking at Campbell-Gillard, he's had a good last few games. I don't know if that lower score is going to affect him too much price-wise. I think he's probably someone, if he's on your, in your side, you're safe to keep him for a bit longer because he does have that upside and I think he can get, get you a bit more money anyway before it comes out of origin time when you're really looking to put all your studs in. Uh, looking at the Sharks, well, they didn't play too badly. Valentine Holmes was definitely uh, one of their best. or He scored uh, a great try there off a Penrith mistake in the corner. 80 total supercoach points, a couple of line breaks. Um, he had 19 hit-ups too. That really helped his day. Uh, Wade Graham, very involved against his former club. Um, probably probably that's about his ceiling, 77 supercoach points, um, 27 tackles, although 6 missed 5 tackle busts, a try assist but you can see he put in that extra effort against his former club, he was very involved Ricky Letelli, um put up good numbers 68, he scored a try um, was involved in other aspects. He had 12 hit-ups, a line break, um, four tackle busts. Good day for Letelli. He's always uh, very active, and he's got a lot of upside. Um, looking further at, at some of the guys, well, Luke Lewis had an injury. It affected his day. He still came back later and put up 49, so you've got to take that if you're a Lewis owner, considering it could have been a lot worse. Uh, Chris Hind in 52, Matt Pryor 51. Um, they've got solid flaws there. Jack Bird 48. You're probably a bit disappointed with that effort, but that's not bad. I mean, Jack Bird's still still one to own. And finally, Jason Bikuya getting a start with Paul Gallen out. He was very good last week, but uh, 41 was probably a bit below what you might have hoped there. And Jeff Robson, if anyone had him, I know you talked about him a couple of weeks back on the roundtable show, right? 43. It was a good matchup against Penrith, um, and that's... You know, probably what you know, you might have hoped for a little bit higher, but Robson, not a lot of upside, even even with a very good matchup.
1: No, that's right. He's one of those guys who's just going to middle out um, in the forties, I think, on uh, most games. Uh, look, it's uh, yeah, it's tough, um, especially picking a guy like that who's not necessarily like a flashy um, half or anything like that. He just does the just does the workhorse kind of stuff that are, you know that a good number seven does, and, but um, that doesn't equate to super-coach um, points.
0: No, not at all. Let's look at the final game, the Raiders versus the Rabbitohs. Another big upset up there in Cairns. Canberra getting up over uh, South Sydney. Let's look at South Sydney. Well, Luke Keary probably waited all year for this. His price has dropped and dropped and dropped, but if you kept him in, maybe purely because uh, of his good, um, the good buy routes, You'd be happy with 93, a try, two try assists. He really took ownership in this game. No Reynolds, no Sutton, a young 5'8 outside him. I thought that probably helped his game, young Aaron Gray uh, playing there um, rather than... them trying to put Isaac Luke in or Glenn Stewart as they've done in other games um, and allowing Kiri just to dominate, which he did. I mean, didn't result in the victory, but um, certainly going to give him some much-needed confidence. Uh, Chris McQueen, 80. We've waited a long time for McQueen. pretty much written him off. He's an origin-caliber player, but he doesn't get involved that much. But today he scored a try at a last pass for a try, a couple of line breaks, boosting his numbers. Probably not going to see that week to week. We also... um, Had him out playing wider when Dylan Walker went off with the injury and he scored 20. So that had something to do with it as well. Greg Inglis, 54. It was a good matchup against the Raiders. That's a pretty disappointing score for Inglis. Uh, Did score a try. Um, Made 16 tackles, so he was was very, very involved. Uh, Bryson Goodwin, 49. That's a a high score for him because he had a try and a try assist, boosting his day, not a lot else. And the Burgess brothers, if you've brought one or both of them in, you're probably happy with their scores, especially Thomas Burgess, the cheaper option, 61 points, thanks mainly to 16 hit-ups over 8 metres, and George Burgess, 59 points there with 35 tackles. Um, Great buy options or or buy weak options, um, the Burgess brothers. They don't have their first buy at around 15, and it's not a week where most of the other guys are on buys. Same with their round 18 buy. So the two Englishmen, you know, they're, they're excellent uh, pickups there for South from South Sydney for your super SuperCoach team, and certainly rewarding you there, Ryan.
1: Yeah, they certainly are, and they will give you um, good service as well. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it was good to see um, Kiri do do what he did today. Um, yeah. On the other side of the coin, Alex Johnson was a little bit low in the 40s. Um, he named yeah, Jason he, Clark. Yeah. Stuff bench he was a bit low Glenn Stewart was low He's, he hasn't exactly been high uh, many times this season um but yeah but there was a lot of, of, of the Rabbitohs that were a little bit um, under form I would guess you'd say and that showed up in the in their points they scored.
0: Yeah, I mean, Alex Johnston, he scores a lot of tries, but this was one of the few games he didn't get over the line, and, and it showed. Super coach points 40. You know, probably, if, if, you're a super, if you're a Johnston only, you're probably like, oh, well, 40 when he didn't score. could have even been worse. I should have mentioned Isaac Luke, 62 points. He's a guy that continues to perform at a good level and um, certainly should probably be one of your hookers, certainly leading into Origin, considering um, he obviously being a New Zealand player will not... Be participating, and also the goodbye weeks for South Sydney. Finally, the Raiders. You've got to give credit where credit's due. Canberra a couple of big wins in the last couple of weeks, um, and they're they're doing it in style. Shannon Boyd, the big Shannon Boyd, um, could be one of the um, buys of next week. Uh, 67 points, scored a try. Someone we're going to have to mention on the round table podcast because he's a big bopper, and he's certainly. Um, He's finding his way to the try line. That's two tries in two weeks. Blake Austin just keeps putting up good performances. A little slow starting the year, but he's really going now. 76 points, a try, a try assist, a line break, a line break assist. He's getting the extra minutes that he didn't get at the Tigers last year, even though he was doing well points per minute-wise, super Coach, for a Supercoach perspective. But this year, getting the extra minutes and putting up the points. Josh Hodgson, 57 points. That's a good score for him. Um... Kurt Baptiste off the bench getting 35. It's eating into Hodgson's um, minutes there a bit, so it's one to watch. Edric Lee, Ryan, one of your, your favourites going into the year, finally putting it together with a couple of great tries, 56 points. Cecil Walker, he's really made a home in the in the centres, playing brilliantly, 58 points. Jack Whiten you know, getting back a half-decent score there, 52. Um, Jordan Rapana, a good try, 46, and, and the big one, um, for the Raiders was Josh Papali, 81 points, scored a try at last pass for a try, uh, 26 tackles, um, eight hit-ups over eight metres, another four under eight, a line break. Huge day for Papali leading into Origin. Maybe that was to be expected. And the only disappointment, right, although I guess Sean Fensom at his cost, 44, was a little bit of a disappointment, but um, the only disappointments, that Jared Croker, the main one, 23, when the Raiders put up points like they did there, Um, You usually expect Croker to do really well, but a couple of. um, He actually missed four goals, so that didn't help uh, his day, but not really getting involved with ball in hand. And Jared Kennedy's been very good for the Raiders, only scoring 26 this week, so that was a bit of a dip.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was a bit. Um, poor, uh, poor kicking from Croker, which, yeah, well, costs him eight points. So, you know, eight points puts him into the next bracket, you know, into the 30s. Which Especially,
0: is, yeah, when you think yeah, if he'd kicked it. those goals, that's four each time. So he could have been up even in the 40s.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Um, the other one, oh, I thought it was uh, a little bit um, lower than he probably should have been given, given the matchup, um, Soliola. With 37, normally yeah. scores a little bit higher than that. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's his worst score. It's very yet. tough against um The South Sydney pack yes. to score. Yes.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the best match up for a lot of the Raiders players. So the fact that so many of them did so well probably goes to show that um, it's, that the Raiders did dominate not only on the on the score sheet but also Super Coach wise. Ryan, thank you. An extended show with that extra game that we, had to, that we um, snuck in there, obviously, with all games being played on the Sunday this week. We're taking a week off. Uh, enjoy your, your week off. There's no Supercoach games next week. You'll hear back from us uh, Thursday week for the Roundtable podcast. Ryan, enjoy your week off, and we'll talk to you then. I will do. And that is all we have time for on the Supercoach Professionals Review Podcast. And like I said, you can catch us in a week and a half. just time for the next podcast. In the meantime, any big news happens, follow us on Twitter at SupercoachPros. We'll get that out to you. And the website will have still the match recaps and the upgrades and downgrades there at www.supercoachpros.com for this week. Enjoy the week off. Enjoy the test in the city and country game and we'll see you in a little over a week's time bye now